0: welcome
1: back to another episode of the into the night minute each week movies 5 minute hosts examine the 1985 john landis directed comedy into the night one minute of screen time per episode I'm Tierney Steele of MASH Minute. I'm Megan Coleman of MASH Minute. Hi, Megan. Hi, Tierney. We don't have to talk about war. Yes!
0: Unless we really want to. (laughs) No, we don't have to talk about war at all. It's glorious. It's glorious.
1: One, two, three. What are we fighting for? Next stop is Vietnam. There is a camp song or an old World War One song that I was thinking of, and that ain't it. But okay. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't put it together in my mind. But we do get to talk about Tiffany's. Oh my gosh. Well, so I had saved that for <laughs> next minute. For Those oh, okay. of you who are confused, Megan and I played a little loosey-goosey on our podcast. We were influenced by... The loosey-goosiness that was modeled for us by Trapper John McIntyre <laughs> and Hawkeye Pierce. We don't respect podcasting authority. <laughs> we'll have none of it. We just, we just go with the flow, right? We just see what yeah. happens. Today yeah. we're going to flow into minute 46 of this movie. It starts with Michelle and Jeff. I totally didn't write down their character names. It starts with Michelle Pfeiffer and Jeff Goldblum just hanging out. No, it starts with them walking into the lobby of the Beverly Wilshire Hotel. It ends with them moving to talk privately in front of Tiffany's, which is why Megan mentioned that. But I think I'm going to save my thoughts on Tiffany's for the next minute. Okay, fair enough. Because there's... A surprising amount going on in this minute, This is, I true. is a fair assessment. This is true. What are your first... I, I want to keep well, it to this minute to start, and then we can kind of expand, if okay. that makes sense. That's fair enough.
0: Well, I think I should start off by saying it was my crazy idea that we should do this, because when I found out that Jeff Goldblum was in this movie with Dan Aykroyd and Michelle Pfeiffer... And the guy whose name I can't remember, but he played Matthew in Anna Green Gables. And it has an Animal House cast member as well. I was like, oh, we have to watch this movie. And then we have to talk about it. <laughs> so it's my fault you're listening to my us analyze <laughs> these minutes. Full disclosure. There is a lot in this minute. I think this is a very 80s movie, by the way. Like, this could not happen in any other decade,
1: right? Am I, are we oh, in yeah. agreement in that? Like, this is such an 80s. We get that even in this minute. With the line, granted it's later. She's like, "Here's the number to the payphone in the ladies' restroom," and it's just like, "How?" Well, none of that. None of, of, of that. that is a sentence that would happen in the remake of this in the 21st century.
0: Also, I sort of forgot you could even call a payphone. I always think a payphone is like you call
1: someone else. Uh, I just watched Chapo Oh and okay. I watched a lot of political intrigue and spy thrillers, so I'm all about <laughs> calling payphones. So but... you know all about that. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. No, I've never been in a ladies' room with a pay. I know. Granted, she's in a very fancy. She's she's. It's it's one of those women's rooms that has the little seating area. Right. Yeah. And that's where the phone is. We'll see later. So it's not as weird as we're making it out to be, but I'm pretty much just picturing a payphone up on the wall, like next to the tampon machine. You could,
0: I think we're dating ourselves too, like payphones. (laughs) I've used payphones. I've I've used a payphone. I can't tell you the last time I saw one that was actually working. No, I take that back. I was on a rest stop on the interstate in Vermont, and
1: there was an actual working payphone. They still do exist. Okay, anyway. That's okay. I live in a big old city, so occasionally you'll see one. I don't know if it's still functional, but it's still got the phone. It's still got the phone. It. It. it has and the potential. Usually, if it's been completely decommissioned, that would be gone. So there is still the possibility. That's I before you had cell phones. This you is. You need true. to get picked up. 1 800 C A L L A T T. Who's posting the call? Tyranny, come pick me up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
0: I didn't want to pay for charges. We you accept yep. the charges? No.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, especially since that's all I was ever asking. Yeah, like, really. There was never a conversation that needed to be had. It was like, movie's over. Oh. If you have a school, bye. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let, yeah, let's do this backwards. Yeah, okay. I freaking love the look on the ma- The The exchange of looks. But she's yes. like, are you listening to me? Like, like, are you listening to me? I thought that
0: wasn't part of your, your job. I thought your job was to be discreet and pretend that nothing ever sketchy happens
1: at a hotel. Ever. It's such a little moment and it it's really well done. And then look kinda of like head like, let's let's go over here. That doorman is Paul Bartell. He's the director of Cannonball, which is not the same thing as Cannonball Run, although it is about the same race. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and now I think I need to watch movies, because my father's obsessed with the Cannonball Run race, because he used to live in, well, he still lives in Connecticut in the area, but he and his friends in high school would go down and watch people take off Mm. on the Cannonball Run,
0: so he loves it,
1: so I get to hear, and I get to hear about the Cannonball Run every road trip. Did you know? It's a real thing. No we saw them punching their cards and running to their cars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: Sorry, Dad, if you're listening. I love your story. I, I That's a lot. I do love his stories. I'm being facetious. But yeah, Cannonball is a separate thing. And then he has, because I looked up the people who had, this movie's famous for cameos. So I was like, all right. And champions. I kind of ran into that earlier. I'm like, I just assume everyone is famous. but So he has 91 acting roles. But my favorite thing that I discovered from tooling around in mm. his IMDb page is that his pet project, you know, he had this script, really wanted to get it made, pretty sure writer, director, and in it, is Eating Raoul. Just look up the summary of this movie. It's worth it. <laughs> All right. All I'm going to say, I don't know if watching the movie is worth it, but reading what this movie is, knowing that someone dedicated years of his life to making it real, it's worth it.
0: (laughs) Oh, Hollywood.
1: And he makes me think of the guards outside F.A.O. Schwartz. (laughs) If we're really going to date ourselves, hi, I I was a child in the 80s, F.A.O. Schwartz, 5th Ave. It was the time.
0: <laughs> Maybe for you Connecticut kids, but, uh... We fancy. <laughs> we fancy. <laughs> I Social kids, not so much.
1: Hi, guys. Uh, it's Future Tierney here. I have a confession to make. You're about to hear me say the name Harold Ramis. Uh, in fact, you're about to hear me say it three times... When, obviously, I uh, mean John Landis, I, the names are similar enough, it was the 80s, they look enough alike, I, I guess. Uh, please, don't play Megan. It's, put me in podcast jail, do what you need to do, but uh, just enjoy the rest of the show. The whole time I'm watching the scene in the tailor shop, and I looked up because it said, you know, oh, so-and-so played the tailor, okay, fine. But it's like, well, I know that's Harold Ramis, and I just assumed that everyone here, even those girls, unfair... are, like, executive producers now.
0: Yeah, it's not an unfair <laughs> assumption.
1: And I, I wish it were true, and if it is true, please contact me, because is it weird that Harold Ramis can just write, And now this beautiful woman will make out with me while I'm fitted for a suit. And it happens. You know what I mean? Like, that's a weird power trip dynamic thing. But was
0: that even considered weird then? Like No, okay, and I, I don't, don't even know it. if
1: it's considered weird now. I mean,
0: it might be. I mean, it's because me now.
1: If you're a rector and are in your movies, like, of course you're going to write. I mean, let's face it. I'm a writer and like... <sighs> A good 60% is just wish fulfillment. Come on. You hope it grows beyond that. But so much just starts as like, I would love for this to happen. <laughs> I wonder what that would look like. Hmm. But it's, it's weird. And I think maybe coming from doing M.A.S.H. where I'm very steeped in gender <laughs> dynamic. Yeah. I'm we, just going to bang my head against this desk.
0: We, we <laughs> picked a juicy movie in that one, right? Woo.
1: <laughs> I cannot decide how I feel about Leslie and Blake's relationship.
0: Oh, God. I, I go
1: Back and forth. Wrong so podcast. Frog
0: podcast. Okay, all right. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay, okay we're I'm back. just
1: saying it's and weird that, like, Harold Ramis sat down. It was like, a beautiful woman will make out with this man and it will frustrate the tailor. And then he's like, and action. <laughs> right, right. It's not just me. Okay. It's, a, it's a little weird, but I guess part of me just chopped it up to, eh, 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, just movies. Eh, Our movies. movies. Yeah. <laughs> this is Taylor <laughs> observing the what in my notes is termed make out sesh. Nice.
0: Is Jonathan. as one does when you go to a tailor after hours, right? You get to see I, you make it out with some chicks. You're like,
1: and and this tailor gives us that beautiful line reading. <laughs> We've all got homes to go to. <laughs> it's beautiful. <sighs> Makes a good episode title. This is the director. And writer and $5 I looked it up. He has 35 acting credits. Wow. I'm not reading everything. He's done a lot. He is the director of the movies Clue, My Cousin Vinny, and Sergeant Bilko. Let's just have some fun with that.
0: I love Cousin
1: Vinny. Okay. So anyone who's listened to Megan and I talk about anything knows we love things. We get excited about things. So, do. yeah, let's be excited about My Cousin Vinny first, then. Can we all just, like, <laughs> sit back and appreciate Marissa Tomei in that movie?
0: Yes. She's the best part of that movie, in my oh, humble yeah. opinion. you blend. <laughs> oh,
1: I <laughs> well, blend. I worked at a law school, and now I work at a law firm, so that movie just works for me on, like, all Many cylinders. <laughs> <laughs> it's also one of the first R movies I remember seeing, in that I remember being sent to another room, and then listening under the so I didn't see mm. my cousin Vinny I listened to my cousin Vinny under a crack in the door <laughs> wow but I also wanted to give some love to Clue which is a favorite and also has Madeline Kahn in it and I just got to guest on the Wilder ride which is doing all the Gene Wilder films Ooh. and they let me talk about Madeline Kahn in Blazing Saddles So they're my favorite people right now clue is i feel like very underappreciated although see i've actually
0: never seen clue to just prove your point
1: oh and it's the best board game oh i'm so excited now i know what i'm gonna make you watch soon tim curry's in it i'm doing shoulder shimmy he's in that movie oh Oh, my, yeah.
0: my library has a streaming service, and they were advertising Clue the other day, so mm-hmm. hmm,
1: maybe mm-hmm. I should watch it. You should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and let someone else pay for it. Oh, even better. I'm also going to give some love to Sergeant Bilko. Now, I have to say, I do not know Sergeant Bilko other than the Steve Martin movie. I realize I am an uncultured child of the 80s swine. But, I freaking love that movie. It's so funny. There's so many good parts in it. So much of it makes me giggle. And I don't think it's just because I hung out with the De- Air Force ROTC when I was in college. But, that didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not saying, like, oh, it was robbed of the Oscar. I'm just saying, like, when movies <laughs> come on on Sunday afternoons, and you're a loser who stays home and has nothing to do on Sunday afternoons, it's a good time. Fair enough. So Jonathan Lynn did many other things too, but those were the three that I was like, I'm mentioning them. Dang it. (laughs) So yes, this Taylor, uh, the after hours suit fitting. Again,
0: so 80s. (laughs) Maybe that happens now and I just don't realize it, but... I
1: don't think we're rich enough to know. This is also true. So speaking of being rich, is it time to talk about the Beverly Wilshire Hotel? Yes,
0: let's talk about the hotel then. Okay.
1: First of all, am I pronouncing that right? (laughs) Um, sure. Cause I have a friend from Swindon in England, so I'm just like Wilts, oh. and then I'm like, no, no, this is a different thing. I'm assuming it's not Wilshire; it's the Wilshire Hotel. Yeah, he... All our listeners who are from LA are just screaming They're at just me, screaming right at now. us from New England. Whatever. So it opened in 1928. It is now a Four Seasons Hotel. I'm sure if I had been reading more closely, it would have told me when that happened, but I didn't write that down. It's all good. I kind of want to go there and live at their pool or yes. in their tent on the roof. Did you see that? Yeah. Tent on the roof. A I want it real bad. I do not want to go to their Pretty Woman for a Day special. Yeah, that seems really creepy to me. By oh the way. my God. Thank you. I'm, because, so glad like, okay, I'm not so, the only one who's so like, can
0: see the appeal of like, you know, you get kind of pampered for a day or whatever, and that's not your typical
1: normal thing, and you know, you can be all but And the most usable line of that movie is her big mistake, huge, which is on Rodeo Drive uh, and they're staying at the hotel. Like, I get it. But but like and I was, don't have anything against sex workers per se, but like, come on. Does no one
0: Everyone seems to gloss over that part of the movie. That she's like no, basically escorting No, no, don't want to a be week. a sex
1: worker, but like she's trying to get out of it. That's right, well, that's whole, right, because
0: like... it's, it's, it's her last job, right? Like and she wasn't going to take it. The happily ever after, after, after of the movie
1: is that she'll Ugh. never have to do that again. Like she so... really doesn't have to
0: because of a man. It's... Ugh, sorry. I just had to yeah. say it.
1: So I was trying to think of the hotel things of that movie. Okay,
0: so you give So, to, the like, bath. The bathtub. Okay. That is I, a great bathtub. I will give you that. I, I do judge
1: hotels. I have crappy bathtubs. Okay, so that is going in the plus side. So <laughs> shopping on Rodeo Drive. Yes, okay. And, Even if and I can't I gotta anything. Hope, I want
0: to at least look yes. No,
1: but you know what? I gotta hope because uh, God, I'm coming off like the biggest snob in the world. But what really struck me that had never occurred to me was that whole like, oh, she wasn't dressed nicely, so they didn't help
0: her. Oh, right. She wasn't dressed right. Let's put it that way.
1: God, I'm just going to come out and say it. When you shop on Main Street in New Canaan, Connecticut, or at the Darien Sports Shop, you <laughs> get good service anyway. Even if you're wearing a literally falling apart Yukon hoodie and ripped jeans. Because they don't know if you are a girl who has daddy's credit card or not. So they're just nice to everyone. But, you know, I... Mean, now, I want to make it clear. I did not have Daddy's credit card. But then I moved to Boston and I went and I'm wearing, like, my ratty hoodie and whatever. And I went into... Oh, I don't think it was Nordstrom. I like Nordstrom. I think it was the Saks in the an, Prudential. There isn't, oh, okay. I was going to say, it the Nordstrom It was the Saks or the Barneys in... Oh, no, no, no. I love that. But it was the one in the Prudential. And I forget if it was the Barneys or the Saks. But I went in... I had a question where I was just like, oh, I wonder if this like w- I, I think Do you have this like-
0: in stock or whatever? Or- yeah, do
1: you have this in the other size? Does this even like get made in the other size? Am I wasting my time, basically? And so I was just trying to like very ask a very quick question of a saleswoman and she totally snapped me and I was just
0: But see, I remember reading an article at one point about <sighs> people like that when they go in. To a like a Louis Vuitton or whatever, they want they expect a certain amount of snobbiness, apparently. No, the women who work at Louis Vuitton are awesome. They are. I have to do say yes. The one in Boston, I love yeah. them. But there's like there's certain expectation of like oh if you pass that snottiness, then somehow uh. like there's ex- it's still exclusive and they just don't let any Joe Schmoe up. I don't know. It was something I read in NPR years ago and I was like well, that's crap. But I guess yeah. it's a thing. But if I had whatever. if I suddenly won the Powerball tomorrow. Um, and you treat me like crap, I'm just going to turn around, so.
1: Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And if you're, like, legitimately busy or helping oh, someone yeah, else, yeah. that's, that's fine. That's fine. But if you're, like, doing nothing and you can't even just answer a simple question, what are you doing? Anyway, you we have derailed. We
0: have derailed. <laughs> <Rodeo laughs> Sorry, drive. you put us on Rodeo Drive. put us on Rodeo Drive and then the feelings came out.
1: Oh, oh, pretty much wa- So, the bathtub, the shopping. Yes. We're so, down with the that. other thing I remember from that movie featuring the hotel is the piano scene. Uh, do you remember vaguely. the piano scene?
0: Kind of vaguely. I, I try not to remember too much of that movie, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It annoys me Fair. for so many reasons. And that could be a whole other podcast episode right there.
1: <laughs> Megan, are you going to go on to do Pretty Woman Minute?
0: No. No. <laughs> i'll guest on it and they probably won't want to use the the audio you're, footage but
1: like, you're having so much fun i went to a
0: women's <laughs> college guys i'm sorry gender history was my thing i love it
1: okay we're <laughs> gonna get into we are gonna get into that next minute the last note that i had for oh i had two more notes for this minute okay they very going out to a very small number of people but more people should join me in this when they walk into this lobby it makes me think of the hotel that you would cut through the basement to go to dukes in waikiki on oahu in hawaii dukes the greatest place on earth sure <sighs> i've never been to play, hawaii so i can't They I play can't. the music out on the deck And you can walk in off the beach, but you also can cut through the hotel, which, I think it's, I looked it up on the map, it should be the Outrigger. Mm. It's next to the Moana Surfrider, which, if I ever hit the lotto, sorry, Pretty Woman Special, that's where I'm staying. But, (laughs) they have a Lava Flow drink, and every night you went out, like, out on the town, that's where you would start. Like, that's where you would go for your first drink. Okay. If you are a, um... If you are a 23-year-old girl, you go there first, you get your first drink, and you listen to see how many ships are in that night. The more ships, the better the night you're going to have. Was it Fleet Week when you were there? No, but there was once a night. Uh, usually usually <laughs> there were like two, maybe three ships in, and that was like a good night. And if there was four, it was like, woo, party time. There was when Rachel and I was there. Picture this in quotation marks, all capitals. The night of the seven ships. <laughs> <laughs> and i've say. never seen so many shore patrol in my life is it, is it,
0: was it more exciting than oh no that's a bad movie joke never mind um anyway i was gonna say make a, i was gonna make a joke about seven brides for seven brothers and seven ships and i was like
1: Maggie, no, you, are, you are you are in amongst movies by minutes have you learned nothing like oh. you are amongst friends okay. <laughs> please insert joke that incorporates those two movies we should have named them. What is it? It's Adam, Benjamin, oh, Caleb, David. That's a movie I haven't seen in a Ezekiel, long Ezekiel, Frankincense, and Gideon.
0: <laughs> there you go. I just love musicals. <laughs> they're cheesy, they're wonderful, and I secretly want to be in one.
1: And it's all good. I love it. I'm so glad I could pull that out. Uh, now I just need to write a musical, and then you can be in it with me. Sure. It'll be fun. And since we did this minute backwards... My last note is, um, well, my last note was the lobby thing, but the look that he gives her when she's like, this is the last thing I'll ask of you. Yeah, he's (laughs) he's like, really? So we'll talk more about Jeff Goldblum, obviously, but can we just take a moment to appreciate how ridiculously young he is? And how much he hasn't aged in some ways? It's amazing. It's amazing, guys. And your co- more collagen
0: under your skin. I hate you. Um. Anyway.
1: Well, now I'm worried that I won't have less notes for next minute because I feel like I'm going to let you talk about gender studies and.
0: <laughs> the, don't gonna say end that being an hour long episode. And I was going say, don't say that. Don't no, go tune in tomorrow.
1: You'll <laughs> be like, mm, and skip. <laughs> hey, Wednesday. What's, <there>? what's up? <laughs> Wednesday yeah we have a lot of uh I have a lot of feelings coming up Jim did say we could swear as long as we bleep it
0: I'm gonna try not to I'm gonna try school swear you know like son of a okay. bun but uh son both, of a bun is my favorite Pucky. we
1: both grew up on uh mash the tv show Well, will not grow up our both favorite tv shows are mash <laughs> yes. the tv show and Sherman Potter has given us a lot to work oh, with Oh
0: yes he has
1: So, when we get to talk about power dynamics in relationships... (laughs) Uh,
0: There might be some horse puckies getting thrown out, if you know what I'm saying. Mule fritters! Mule
1: fritters, yes! This whole patriarchy is H-E double hockey sticks! (laughs) Oh, yes. Alright, so, we're gonna prepare ourselves... To go down. But I, w- I will say, for all that I get real mad, I also get real happy because, like I said, I think Jeff Goldblum and Michelle Pfeiffer are just killing it this whole film. I'm very impressed with her, I have to say. I started yeah. off not being impressed. I was like, uh,
0: here we go. And I was like, no, no, she's growing on me. No, she's doing a good job.
1: She really does grow on you. In she this does. Because at first
0: I was like, oh, God, girl, I don't know if this is when you want to show up
1: <laughs> yeah. on your Google I page. Th- but think uh, it was but purposeful. Yeah. I think they played her that way for the early scene you know, because you're supposed to be not sure and I guess that's going true. back and forth on her.
0: And I wasn't expecting so, like an Oscar worthy performance at the but no, yeah. she grew on me.
1: But Good even with that and I, think, I think that's why we like that look he gives her. Where it's just <laughs> like, like, This is the last thing and he's just like, Are uh, you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? And I think that's kind of how I felt as a watcher. Like, Also, can we talk about the car for 10 on? seconds? That car is like... There are multiple fantastic cars. I'm assuming you mean the king. The king.
0: Yes, it says <laughs> the king is alive on the side of it. Which I think if you're going to escape from baddies, it's not the way to go. It's not subtle.
1: It's not subtle. And it's huge. hmm Huge. Now, Megan, you have to remember my first car was a 1986. Made of actual steel, <laughs> so the fact that I was only like three inches off the ground didn't worry me one bit because. Wait, did you have a bring G? it on plastic SUVs? No, I had a. Uh, <sighs> I was just reminiscing about it today. I had a 1986 XJ6. Like a Jag. Wait, yeah. is
0: this the Jag that no one in your family took the hood ornament off when it finally died?
1: Yes, it Look, is because you didn't I, say. I, <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Uh, I just feel like someone in your family...
1: I was a stupid young child, okay? I'm sorry. So, I... I I, I, I just... Yeah. I inherited... My aunt bought the car. I'm assuming not in 1986, but near 1986. It was new-ish. It was new. Yes. It was her baby. I was the third kid (laughs) whose car this was. I don't know which of my cousins did this, but they didn't know that... England doesn't use a Phillips head screw. So if you use a Phillips head screwdriver, you will strip every single screw. Oh, Meaning that I can't fix the radio because whatever's in the dashboard is just in the dashboard. (laughs) I'm clutching myself right now. (laughs) At one point, the back seat was removed, and when it was put back in... It was literally tied down with a rope, just you know, to be sure. So it was like the ghetto jag. Is what we're saying, <laughs> like, it was the best car I've ever had. <laughs> because the radio didn't work, I was reliant upon my cassette tapes. Because cassette tapes, yes. Also, did you know in 1986 they would put a pop up mirror in the dash, like in the um, the dashboard in the receptacle you mean the cigarette smoke no no no, where you put your registration
0: oh oh the like the the yeah gosh that that
1: container (laughs) (laughs) that thing uh the (laughs) (laughs) i can't think of what it's called the name of that but there was a pop-up mirror (laughs) in there everything was what it was gorgeous there were no cup holders however
0: Oh, I don't. There were think... no cup holders. I how to drive it at 87 or 89 Buick LeSabre.
1: And I don't Do you think know it how had... cold it is to have had... a soda from the drive-thru window between your yeah, thighs in the summer when you're wearing shorts so the ice is like right against your skin. <laughs> I don't think it had cup holders. Trying too. not to spill on the drive home. I maybe did. I think my... I think mine had one. But you know what?
0: It also had speakers. Someone had put, um, when my my papa had bought it, my grandpa's, um, he had bought it secondhand. And someone had put in, before he had bought it, had put in, like, this sound system in it. Mm -hmm. Like, late 80s, early 90s, like, sound system in it. And at some point when my papa owned the car, because he went to Patek and Island, someone stole it and they... And when he got the car back, it didn't have the speakers in it anymore, but he never replaced the speakers. So there's these like giant holes, randomly, <laughs> and, and you could use them to like store stacks or put mm. your cup or your trash. So like, oh, okay. I can't remember if it actually had a cup holder or if I just am thinking it had a cup holder because I like MacGyvered one basically. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. So I had to look it up because I was like, I was saying XJ6 and I was like, am I only saying that because of 1986? And I wasn't, I double checked. And I forgot to mention the other great Greatest thing about the Jaguar XJ6, it had two gas tanks, one on each side of the car. Boom. Okay, wait. How many miles per gallon? Why is that not a thing? Well, you had to get. You didn't need premium, but you needed the middle one. Okay. (laughs) I used to refuse to pay a dollar eighty for the middle. (laughs) God, (laughs) where we gas is that cheap? I would drive it on fumes until Tuesday when gas went on sale because I wouldn't pay a dollar eighty. For not oh, even base, I remember when gas was like eighty nine cents a gallon. I thought that was <laughs> it crazy, was crazy. Right? You always knew I'd pushed it too far because it's a it's a push button and the thing would lift up and you'd hear like a little hiss when I did it. Oh. Oh my god. But yeah, so if you were running low on gas, because it would have the gas gauge, and like, oh, I'm getting low on gas, you just waited, I guess you could press the button while driving, but I was always too afraid to do it. I would wait till I was at a red light, but you didn't even have to turn off the car, there was just a button, you pressed it, boom, other gas tank, now you got a full tank of gas.
0: Mm, mm, I mm, feel like this mm, giant mm, car, mm, the king mm, car, could have mm, mm, used a mm, double mm. gas tank in it, because it's just so yeah. big, and like, they, they're driving, I feel like they're driving all over L.A., and they oh, didn't yeah. need to stop to get gas. That is an excellent point. I mean,
1: great, maybe right you wouldn't Ricardo. really show
0: that, but. I was just like, maybe I've watched too much Top Gear slash It's the whole horror, going to
1: the bathroom problem but right, for cars. Right. I'm like, at some
0: point, weren't you guys going to need to stop? And wasn't there a possibility that someone could have spotted you at the gas station and then, like, you know, the baddies are all, like, onto you again or something? No? Okay. Cool.
1: Nope.
0: Things I thought about during this movie. <laughs>
1: Well, station? I think we have given the folks an excellent taste of our brand. <laughs> yes. We examined the minute backwards. Backwards.
0: <laughs> because reasons.
1: And managed to tangent three, four times? Three, four times. Well, We're talented. I kind of coming back, so, you know. We are very talented, folks. And I laughed a lot, which I love. It's all good. Yeah. Well, I can't help it. We're I genuinely fun, damn it. enjoy having fun talking about movies. And when I'm nervous, I laugh. So, like, between those two things,
0: there's no hope. It's all good.
1: So, yeah, we are usually not steeped in 1980s LA.
0: We're usually in the 60s. We're usually or 70s. lost
1: in not Vietnam. Not Vietnam.
0: <laughs> Quote unquote, Vietnam. <laughs>
1: korea korea oh the k word again no no so yeah we uh we love the tv show mash and somehow i managed to convince megan that that meant we should do a movies by minutes podcast on the Robert altman film mash and you know what i think you greatly regret that decision and i have to say (laughs) i absolutely am having a blast
0: (laughs) it's all good i'm along for the ride we'll see what happens
1: I am happy to talk about problematic faves,
0: and... or Animal House is our other fave. You know, just
1: again problematic fave. But I, I was so happy when you were like, "Oh my god, I really want to watch Into the Minute," and I was like, "Wait,
0: wait, wait, really? Wait, oh my god, yes!" A movie that's not about the '70s. I mean, the '50s. I mean, dang it, yes, the '80s. Yes.
1: A movie set in the present day is a well, revelation. More present <laughs> day. <laughs> I wouldn't say exactly Well, it was the present day. It's not this their is fault true. we got Oh old. no, that's true. That's true. Really hope we have not completely traumatized listeners of Into the Night Minute. I just almost said into the minute, and I just gotta say, that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> into the Minute is a catchy title.
0: It is a very catchy title.
1: But this is minute 46, so it's probably too late. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's okay. I'm
1: guessing, I'm guessing.
0: That's been discussed. That yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was considered and I'm sure rejected for reasons that I was not privy to. I want to thank Jim for letting us be guest hosts. I really <laughs> hope he is not regretting yeah, exactly. the decision. Thank
0: you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> you can find more of us by going to mashminute.com. You can find more of the Into the Night podcast. On iTunes, Google Play, or go to the main site nightminute.com. Check out the social media at <laughs> the King Lives Listeners Limo yes! on Facebook. Yes, that is quite the listeners group title. I love it. Megan, do you feel vindicated? I feel so vindicated right now. <laughs> no,
0: you're... I'm also jealous of whoever got to talk about the minute where the king shows up.
1: Oh, I know. That's a great apartment. Oh, I know, right? Anyway. Yep, and I'm sure we will be tweeting at them at Night Minute because we will share, when that episode is, our feelings on the king <laughs> and the fabulous interior decor that happened earlier. Anyway, join us here next time on the Into the Night Minute.
0: Do we thank you or what? i say I fall in the or what category. Thank <smart noise> you.